Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we are talking to Matthew Gretsch, the director and owner of SME Business Sales, all about this really important topic of developing relationships with clients and in particular, how developing relationships with clients makes you a better broker and advisor. Certainly, it's true from the legal perspective and accounting perspectives as well. Now, Matt is here today to talk to us from an interesting viewpoint. It can be tricky for brokers based on the way that they're remunerated for them to make that tricky decision about spending a lot of time on the front end in developing client relationships. But I've seen how Matt works with his clients and the deep relationships that he builds with his clients and and the benefits of that. And so I thought this was a really interesting and useful information to bring to the podcast for us to examine what it is that can create deep and lasting client relationships and why that's a benefit. We also look at perhaps some of the questions that might create issues in people's minds when they're in this industry in spending a lot of time on the front end developing relationships, particularly where taking time to develop those relationships may not pay off in the long run with getting the business. So we talk about all of those issues and more and, and really, I guess, some of the uh, of the tips that Matt has in this process and some of the benefits as well. So buckle in. This is an interesting episode. Here we go. Well, Matt, thank you so much for joining us once again on the Deal Room podcast. Thanks, Joanna, for having me. Great. I love having you on the show, Matt. I absolutely do. So today we're talking all about developing relationships with clients and how developing relationships makes you a better broker. I think this is a great Mm. topic. Um, Maybe why don't you give us a bit of an overview of your thoughts in this area? Yeah, no problem. Look, um, from my point of view, um, whenever I'm talking to a, a new client or a potential new client, I and it sounds like a cliche. I put myself in, in their shoes, and they say, "Okay, well, look, there's a another salesperson in inverted commas coming in. Um, you know, what's their spiel? Uh, what they want from me? How much are they going to charge me? All that kind of thing." Um, so I, I am aware that there's, they're going to have a lot of barriers up. Uh, is this guy a uh, the equivalent of a real estate agent who happens to sell businesses as well? Um, is he just going to try to get the, uh, the, the maximum commission possible? Yeah. Um, so look, it takes some time to develop that relationship up front and I, I try not to rush things. So I very rarely would meet with a new client and say, okay, here's the agency agreement, sign here and we'll put it on the market for X. That's what I reckon it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it takes time to get an understanding of their business, how they've built it up, you know, have an understanding of their story, Uh, importantly, their motivation for selling as well. Um, Some of them feel that they they need to sell because they might be in some sort of financial hardship, but Mm -hmm. um, it it might be a short-term issue that they're having. And there have been occasions where, you know, they they often say, look, I I need X dollars to get out. And you ask, why, why do you need X dollars? 
Uh, if it's a short-term issue that they're having, they, they might be better off speaking to a business consultant or coach or something to, to develop the business and, and get over that hurdle or possibly talk to their accountant. So look, I want to be fairly confident that they're, they're selling for the right reason. So as I say, it takes some time to, to you know, develop that relationship. And I, I like to introduce myself to you know their accountant as well um, just to find out you know uh, if they've had evaluation done anything like that so I've got the full picture before we uh, we engage mm, yeah fabulous so in what you're talking about there what I'm hearing is and as you're saying it I'm reflecting on many sales sort of courses or discussions I've heard mm. in the past that talks about the the best form of sale is um, not selling but asking asking mm. questions and it sounds to me like maybe that's a, a style. I don't know if you even knew you had it, but there you go. Apparently, it's an excellent way of uh, selling. It sounds like it's an intuitive way for you. But it sounds like you're really yeah. utilizing this ask questions, spend time, develop relationships before you're moving into the sale side. Is, is that right? Oh, yeah, look, absolutely. I think you, you, you need to. You've got to have a, a good understanding of what their, their motivations are. Um, and you know, really understand what the what the business is. Not they're not all straightforward. Um, you know, cafes or or um, plumbing businesses, whatever it might be. Some businesses are quite left of field, and you, you've got to understand who the potential buyers are going to be. Um, for some businesses, there there might be very few. So uh, look, it, it does take time to um to get your head around a lot of these businesses. And I guess you know, let's call out that elephant in the room then, which. Mm okay, well, by devoting all of this time to something that may or may not come up for you, you know, how much of that is to the detriment of you and your own business as well? How, how do you work out that line? What's the, you know, have, have you grappled with that issue yourself? Yeah, look, it's um, another cliche, but it swings and roundabouts. You don't win them all, um, mm. but there, there have been occasions where I've spent you know, considerable time with um, p- potential vendors, met with them two or three times, um, gone through a few scenarios with them. You know, if would they do X with the business, what would it be worth? You know, gone through their financials, done essentially a free appraisal, which you know I'm, I'm happy to do, and that's what the market does. So I, I don't feel like that I should be charging for appraisals. And they, they may decide that, you know what, they're going to put it on a hold for now. They're going to build the business up over a couple of years and all going well. They'll come back to me in a couple of years' time uh, when they're ready. Uh, I, I do stay in touch with people, so hopefully I get the listing at that time. But I, look, I may not. I may not. But um, I, I, it was a little while ago, I was, I was talking to a gentleman and did an appraisal on his business and he said, look, Matt, that's, I, I need more money um, just to sell the business. It's not worth selling for that. I said, I, I, said, I, said, I can tell you what you want to hear in terms of what it's going to sell for, I can be upfront and honest with you and it's, you're not going to get that money, unfortunately. Mm. Appreciated my time and actually referred me on to one of his um, friends who was a similar age or uh, someone approaching retirement who did want to sell. So, oh. yeah, it, it was a win for me at the end of the day. Gosh. And that's, you know, that's a hard one, isn't it? Like calling mm. it absolutely honestly as you see mm. it, which some people could see absolutely to be your detriment. But you did that, you did the right thing, and then, you know, like it ended up yeah. in the sale, in, in you getting another, you know, the right kind of one. Yeah. So I just yep, yep, absolutely. what a great story. I absolutely yeah. love that. That's fabulous. And, look, I guess one of the things that I wanted to ask you is what do you think are the, the positive ramifications of you spending time developing 
that client relationship because mm-hmm. I, I just want to reflect on one thing that I've noticed um, in, in your clients. I've noticed that you've got very loyal clients who do what yeah. you tell them they usually do they usually do you know i have them well trained <laughs> but you do 100% but that doesn't happen by accident matt and that's yeah. you know that that i believe that that's a reflection of the time and energy that you've put into them into the relationship yeah. with them because they trust you and mm. they feel that your advice for them is for f- to their benefit. Um, you know, I think that's such an important thing. Um, so, you, you know, maybe if I throw mm. it out to you, what do you think some of the benefits are in in spending that time up front to develop that relationship? Yeah, look, um, the I suppose the obvious benefit for me is in you know, developing a relationship with a client and uh, and when things go well and they're, they're happy with the, the price that they achieve, obviously I get a refer get referrals and that's generally how I'm getting most of my business right now, which yeah. um, which is great. That's amazing. And look, and spending the time up front with them as well. Um, so there's an example of um, a transaction that uh, your colleague Fiona just um, completed for me, which which is great. That particular vendor had spoken to three brokers. I was one of them. Um, and this was a sale that had a lot of assets. It was, it was about a million dollars worth of assets there. Mm. And I said, you know what? This is going to be a sticking point for a lot of buyers. You know, you've got a lot of assets. Some of them you've sort of built yourself, um, these, mm. these fences and so on. I've got no idea what they're worth. It's, it's hard to Google what these things are worth. Mm. We need to get a, a professional asset valuer in and have that done before I can go to the next step. And uh, the vendor said, you know what? You're the third broker I've spoken to, but the only one that's recommended that. The others were just wanted me to sign up on the spot. Oh, he said, wow. okay, let's, let's get this done. Uh, we got it done. Uh, you know, it took a few days um, and some, some dollars for the uh, the vendor and, and paying for that valuation. Um, but it was worthwhile. And, yeah. um, you know, we, we sold it relatively quickly. It was, well, when I say relatively quickly, less than nine months anyway, which is not yeah. bad for business sales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At times it felt like it was dragging on for a long time, but uh, I think it was about nine months or thereabouts. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for that uh, asset valuation, I don't know if the transaction would have gone as smoothly as, as it was. So, you know, it's, it, it was, there was a chance I'd lose the, um, the listing because I, I insisted on getting an asset valuation before we proceeded, and uh, he had to cough up some money for that. But um, yeah, it was in his best interest, and he appreciates yeah. that. And you know, and then the irony is that that made him decide to go with you. So wow, yeah. I just love that as an irony. Yeah. That's awesome. That's brilliant. <laughs> what a really good example. And I guess I'm yeah. also interested hearing um, you, you talked about one of the benefits of this, you know, close and deep relationship that you um, evolve and develop with your client. That then at the end of the day, they're so happy that they refer all their friends. So it was, yeah. maybe, could you give me a bit of an example of what that looks like? Like where, where is that, you know, give me a case example of someone who mm. turned into a referrer that you didn't expect and, you know, what did that oh. result in or whatever? Yeah, look, I, I won't mention any names, but um, a, a gentleman on the Central Coast who had a, uh, uh, another underground locating business. I've Got a few sold a few of those now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and um, he, again, retirement age, probably you know, 64, 65 thereabouts. 
and yeah, nice enough guy, but no nonsense sort of fella. Uh, yep. Man of few words, uh, <laughs> a bit gruff. <laughs> and uh, and um, anyway, we, we we sold the business, and it all happened quite smoothly. We got a buyer fairly quickly, so that was all good. And um, he referred me on to a couple of his mates. I thought, okay, fantastic. I rang him to to, to thank him, and he's like, yeah, 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 no worries, no worries. I said, oh, look, I'll send you a case of beer or something. He's like, no, just just look after my mates, look after my mates. And um, this one guy, and I'm not exaggerating when I say it, has referred me on to eight people so far. Wow. Yeah. So, so That's amazing. That have turned into clients? Um, I'd say five of them I've listed. Wow. Uh, and, yeah, look, so far sold two, I think. There's a, a third one hopefully selling. Yeah, it's, it's been great. And that, that's, that's from um, from one gentleman. But you, yeah. you, the sort of guy I didn't think I'd get referrals from. But, um, look, things worked out for him. We sold the business quite quickly. Uh, he respected the, what I told him up front. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. He wanted more money than what the business was worth and I explained to him why he wouldn't get that money. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those, those conversations around, you know, I need X. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, I need versus I'd pay. Okay, yeah, you, you yeah, need yeah. To on. What would you pay for your business and why would you pay that amount? That's clever because that's a hard conversation, isn't it? That's yeah. a hard conversation. Yeah. And clearly you dealt with it really well because, well, he ended up listing with you, Sally, and then mm. referring all of his friends. I love it. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But that's, exactly. you know, yeah, that's a real testament I, mm-hmm. to you, you know. I guess that's, that, that is the proof, the pudding, that when, when people are sending their friends, you know, that, that must make you warm and fuzzy to feel that you've oh, had yeah. such impact on people that they want to send their friends in, you know, because they absolutely the work you've done. Yeah. And look, and communicating regularly with clients, you know, the obvious things, you know, to touch base every couple of weeks to, to let them know what's happening yeah. um, and not, not take that typical salesperson approach where, okay, well, you know what, we're not getting inquiries, let's reduce the price. Okay, mm-hmm. it may be overpriced, but it might be something else. You know, mm-hmm. we, we may not be marketing through the right channels. Uh, again, your colleague Fiona is about to um, settle a electrical business for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we I'd had that on the business, oh, sorry, on the market for a long time. It had been about 12 months and we were mm-hmm. struggling to, to get a buyer for it. And um, we, we tried different avenues, uh, advertising in magazines and so on. And um, I, I asked the vendor a couple of times, you know, where else do electricians sort of you know, network or, you know, are there online forums or anything like that? And he said, oh, look, I'm actually a member of such and such. And so I rang such and such um, and I said, you know, can we advertise to, to your community? And they said, oh, okay, yeah, no, no problem. It's a, it's a free advert. And we, we um, placed an advert. Um, not much came of it for a little while. And then we got one phone call and that was our buyer. You know, so you don't know where the buyers are going to come from. I could have just been on to him about reducing the price, reducing the yeah. price, reducing the price. Yeah. Look at other ways of um, you know, attracting buyers, doing mail-outs, things like that. Yeah. Uh, different deal structures as well, not not in the case of the um, the electrical one, but, um, you yeah, know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Um, and sometimes um, people aren't going to pay the 100% up front. Sometimes we need to do a bit of vendor financing or, or keep a little bit of money in trust until... You know, there's been a transition period for three months or six months to to make sure that um, you know the transaction's gone as it as it should have gone, mm. um, and just give the buyer a bit more confidence. And I, I find you can get a, a better sale price that way as well. Mm. So it's about so digging into 
how you develop the relationship. Obviously, mm. we talked about the the groundwork. I guess you do right at the beginning, yeah. uh, and and asking questions. And I was intrigued when you said, and I loved it when you said that you part of your line of questioning is why do you want to sell, uh, which mm. is such a you know such a fundamental question. Yeah, um, yep, yep. And working out if they're you know in the right place to sell. Mm-hmm. I, the second component is honesty. It sounds to me like mm. what you're talking about here is you 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 operate with integrity and honesty. So you tell it like it is, even yeah. if it might be to your own detriment. But the irony is, is that often loops around and turns into either a stickier client or them referring their friends in one of the examples you yeah. gave. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly, exactly. And so touching base every few weeks, keeping up that client mm-hmm. contact. Um, Getting a little bit creative if if things are getting stuck rather than just doing the easy let's drop the price, you sort of stick yeah. with it and look for creative options. What else do you have in your tool chest there that you use to develop the relationship? Are there any other sort of things that you look at other than oh, this is a great list so far? I'm uh, <laughs> actually I must say one of the things that um, I observe. From and you know, correct me if you're wrong. Mm. I think part of what you do is uh, as developing the relationship is also is staying in that loop. You like to stay in yeah. that communication loop, so I think that's mm. part of a relationship, you know, solidifier as well that you want to be there. Yeah, absolutely, and and really holding their hand through that yeah. that process. Um, you know, the, the job's not over once conscious exchange. We, we've got to see it through till the end. And look, and sitting down with them once we've got an offer and saying, okay, well, look, write the heads of agreement now. Um, these are the things that I think should go in there, which are um, which will benefit you. Um, these are some of the things that you know the, the purchase is probably going to to ask for. So let's meet them halfway on some things, and let's let's avoid the the awkward conversations a little bit further down the track once the the solicitors are going back and forward. So let's yeah. let's um, pre- prepare ourselves as best we can, um, and not just say okay. Here's the heads of agreement. Flick it through to the solicitor and fingers crossed. Let's hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, it's so I guess it's it's that hand-holding, right, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And the empathy for where they mm. are in, in their mm. own mind in the process, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and it's especially true for those businesses that aren't doing particularly well and they just need to get out. Yeah. Um, they just need to get out of their lease or, or, or whatever it might be. And you can tell that they're, they're, they're desperate. They're the ones that are a higher maintenance, which is fine. Um, but, you know, you just got to be that that sounding board for them sometimes. Yeah, And so, sometimes they're better off walking away from it, um, you know, handing back the keys. And look, if I think they're better off walking away from it, I'll, I'll let them know. There's no point in paying my commission if they don't need to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, that's just what a brilliant list there, Matt. I absolutely love it. Have you got anything else that we think we've missed off? I guess guess you can't give away all the keys to the kingdom today, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, no, it's it's just about being, um, you know, I, I think being upfront, transparent as well, letting them know what's going on, why you're doing the things that you're doing, why you're marketing their business in it a certain way, uh, the message that I'm providing to potential buyers. So, yeah, look, just keeping them uh, up to date. And I, I feel that 
And as you know, it takes you know, six to 12 months generally to sell a business. And if you're talking to someone every week or every two weeks during that process, um, you do develop a relationship with them. And I've, I've had occasions where something sold after 12 months and, um, okay, look, you know, it's all done. I've sent them the, the gift hamper saying, thanks very much, all the best. They're like, well, what happens now? Do we stay in touch? <laughs> <laughs> you connect on Facebook if you want. <laughs> and do you stay in touch, Matt? <laughs> with some of them, yeah. With some of them, I have. Yeah. Them, yeah, I've got. To, I've got to tell you, you know, some of my, I, I'm still in contact with some of my clients that have sold their businesses, you know, up to 15 years ago, you know, and I, oh, um, okay. I still drop notes to many of my clients. You know, I try try to drop them notes on their birthdays or you know every six months or so. But I just, yeah. you know, it's a personal thing. I just, mm-hmm. I think relationships, perhaps from the legal perspective, is something that really is um, overlooked for many solicitors. But it, it for me, um, and I, I feel like it's probably the same for you, though I don't want to be speaking on your behalf, it's mm-hmm. a source of great personal satisfaction for me yeah. to, to have had those relationships as well. And there's nothing mm-hmm. that I love more than getting an email from a client that I've worked with, you know, a decade ago and selling their business and they're sending me pictures of, you know, them off in Italy or, you know, I don't know, on the, you know, touring, (laughs) whatever they're doing, you know. And, and, you know, for me, it's like it's really, it's great to have those stories as well that we can have our current clients with because, gosh, sometimes for them it feels like they're down in the trenches, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. helping keep them alive with here's the vision, here's my clients a decade on or two years on or, Whatever. Yep. Sometimes even yep. just three months on <laughs> after the <sale> So <laughs> I think that not only is that deeply personally satisfying, but I just think it's 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 actually a really good method for helping our clients mm-hmm. get across the line as well. Absolutely. And look, and just on that as well is um, uh, we've uh, talked about this in a previous uh, podcast that we did about working uh, sort of uh, as a team. And uh, we, we had uh, Fiona help me with a transaction just recently and talked to the vendor afterwards. And he said, look, and also just really thanks for recommending Fiona. He said it just made everything so much easier. And uh, he was based out near Windsor somewhere and he, he drove into your office to uh, to meet face to face and shake Fiona's hand. And and uh, sign what needs to be signed there, but you know it, it's that actually reflects positively on me, and I, I might get more business because of that because you guys have helped me out with the transactions. Oh, that's really nice. That's mm. lovely of you to um. Thanks for telling that story. Actually, I didn't even know that story, so that's yeah. really fabulous to hear. I love it. <laughs> I'll definitely pass it on to the team as well. They'll be really happy to hear that. <laughs> well, look, Matt, I just wanted to say a massive thank you uh, for coming in today to talk all about this area of developing relationships with clients mm-hmm. because I think not just does it make you a better broker and give you you, you know a much better outcome with your clients but obviously as you've talked about there's a lot of possible roll-on effects as well so um all in all great strategy but a lot of people and I think the importance of this is to understand that a lot of people feel like that effort up front isn't worth it and I just think Mm. it's an important story you're talking about today in, in that real benefit of that effort and let them know up front and it's not going to be easy there's going to be bumps along the road it may be the most stressful thing you've gone through in your life and yeah. it, it is for a lot of clients um and, and just let them know you know 
we're here to help them in in the way we can, but it's not going to be easy. So they've been forewarned. Yeah, love it. Well, look, Matt, um, thank you so much. And look, if any of our listeners want to get in contact with you, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, the website is smebusinesssales.com.au or give me a call 0408 299 Excellent. Now, if you're running along on the beach or you're in your commute to work at the moment, have no fear. If you've not got a pen, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is go back to these podcast show notes and we'll have a link through to Matt um, on those show notes. Wonderful, Matt. Well, a very big thank you once again. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode of the Deal Room podcast. Now, if you'd like more information about this topic or you would like to contact Matt Gretsch personally to talk to him about his services or indeed if you would like to speak to any of our lawyers at Aspect Legal, then just head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com. There we link straight through to Matt at SME Business Sales and we also have a link to allow you to book in a free time to speak with one of our legal eagles at Aspect Legal. Well, that's it for today's episode. I just wanted to thank you so much, our listeners, for listening in, continuing to listen in. If you enjoyed what you heard today, then we would be absolutely grateful if you would pop over to Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player and leave us a review. And of course, make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. All right. Well, thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to The Deal Room Podcast and I'm Joanna Oki. See you next time. Aspect Legal has a number of great services that help businesses prepare for a sale or acquisition to help them prepare in advance and to get transaction ready. We've also got a range of services to help guide businesses through the sale and acquisitions process. We work with clients both big and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. We provide a free consultation to discuss your proposed sale or acquisition. So see our show notes on how to book a time to speak with us or head over to our website at aspectlegal.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au. Deal Room.